What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Father-Son Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Paul. My name is Justin, and week two Sunday games are over. We're recording this right now during the Monday night games. If you guys are new, please subscribe to us. We have content coming all season long. We're doing waiver ads today. We got week two review with uh, Matthew Betts is coming on for the third time. And then we got a week three start assist coming this week, so make sure you subscribe. You guys can follow me on Twitter at JustinFSFF and the podcast Twitter's at FatherSonFF. Follow you back on there. So go make sure you follow us to let, us, uh, we'll let you guys know when we go live and I'll tweet out some other stuff. Um, I'm not going to talk a bunch about week two today. We're going to do waiver wire ads. We know you guys are busy and this is going to be a short episode to help you guys out and give you guys the information as quick as possible. And we gave, we had Casey, Casey on today. I'll have her Twitter link in the description below. It's at the Casey Kaysen, but she helped us out today to do the waiver ads. Really quick, really easy, uh, not too long, and yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Always good to have guests on. Right, and before we get to today's episode, Dad, uh, like a shout out to our sponsor, so thequantedge.com. So if you're tired of getting crushed yes. by their pros, DFS players, and sports betters, listen up. Thequantedge.com is a tool so you need to play like a pro. They have a lineup optimizer, injury tool, wide receiver, cornerback matchups, head-to-head tool. You're going to be armed with everything you need to win. I use this this week in week two. And I won some money. I looked. I was going to play Geronimo Allison. He's a cheap option this week on DraftKings and in the flex spot. Looked up Xavier Rhodes' stats. They both line up on the right side. And I was like, I'm not not touching Xavier Rhodes. I'm not going to get near that. So I avoided him. And it looked to do pretty good in the lineup right there. But you can make up to 150 lineups in seconds here. See matchups to exploit. You can compare players to help you make the right decision. You're on the fence about at thequantedge.com. You also gain exclusive access to the industry experts, articles, podcast, and the TQE community by participating in the premium membership chat. And we here at Father Son Fantasy Football have a special deal for our loyal listeners. You can use the promo code FSFF. Once again, that's FSFF, four letters. Capitalize it, doesn't matter. And you get $10 off your first month. So you got to go to thequantedge.com to sign up today. That's right. Get your free money, guys. Basically free money, and it's making... I've won both weeks. I've been profit. It's all about the money, Dad. Profit right? is good. Profit is very Double good. Double it up. Double that money. That's right. Yeah, so uh, enough further ado. So, well, let's get into this episode, Dad. Let's get into it. All right, and today we are joined by Casey Kasem. What's going on, Casey? Hey, not much. Just uh, excited to hang out with you guys. Yeah, thanks for right, taking Casey, time out of your thank day. Thank you for joining us. No problem. It's good. Excited. Keep us going. <laughs> yeah, so we're just going to do uh, waiver ads for week one. Uh, I'm not going to go over any week two games. We're just going to talk about people who you guys should probably pick up in leagues if they were dropped or still on the waiver wire if then. Uh, Monday Night Football is currently going on, so we're going to make this nice and quick and right to the point. So, Dad, well, actually, before we get into it, Josh Gordon to the Pats. Yeah, how about that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That didn't take any time at all. No, nah, right? that was very quick. So I think it helps out Chris Hogan. Um, I'm interested to see what that what they're going to use Josh Gordon and how he's going to look on it. But if he's available, I'd pick him up. That's like the first and foremost. But he's probably owned, I think, in at least eight. Did they drop? Least. Did they drop him or trade for something? They traded for him and then they dropped Corey Coleman. Hmm. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> all right. They so, need help anyway in the wide receiver area. So yeah, that's true. So quarterback stat. Who is a quarterback you're looking to add this week that you could probably find in the waiver wire in 8, 10, or even 12-team leagues? Probably the most surprising one of them all is uh, Conor McGregor. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> <laughs> See how he was dressed yesterday at the press conference? Yeah, he was wearing Deshaun Jackson's uh, outfit. I don't even know what's going on. and I didn't know oh. Ryan Fitzpatrick can ball out like he's been doing. But People, are saying, people are saying, Jameis who? <laughs> 
I mean, he takes on the Steelers this week at home, so we'll see. But I think he's a waiver ad. What he's done the last two weeks is pretty, pretty unbelievable. But good for him. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. There, they're going against the Steelers next week in their home, and the Steelers gave up over sixty points to quarterbacks this year. So, I, I'm ready for Ryan Fitzpatrick. I guess to keep going, and I don't even know if Winston's going to take back his starting job when he comes back week four because David Byer right, right after. So uh, if he continues to do what he does, I don't, I don't see how he can give it up. Yeah. But then once, <laughs> once they tell him he has a starting job, that's when he's going to. That's when he's going to do bad because that's usually what happens with him. Is they, they're like, all right, we're going to give you a contract, and then. <laughs> yeah, him and Nick Foles, it feels like both yeah. the same kind of guy where they just do well same and like their backup, and all of a sudden they get like signed yeah. to a big deal, and then they just don't do anything. Because yeah, he doesn't have pressure right now to like, you yeah. know, there's a guy waiting for the spot, you know, whenever. So we'll see if Connor McGregor can do it. <laughs> I like that. I liked when I I didn't I didn't put the two and two together until somebody had said it, and I was like, holy crap! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what it is. That was great. Yeah, so uh, a quarterback I'm looking to add, in addition to Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's there. I think Andy Dalton, um, he's made, uh, last week he told you guys to pick him up for against Baltimore, and now he's going against... Uh, he's another guy who's only about 30% owned, I think. Yeah, 30% owned yeah. going against Carolina, who Matt Ryan just lit up last week. So that's another like good matchup. I think Andy Dalton, keep riding a hot streak. Uh, AJ Green looks good. Tower Boyd looks you know, good. He, so He's got a good receiving core, too, and, and his protection looks very good. Yeah. Bengals offense somehow two and zero. I didn't see that coming, but yeah. we'll see if they can keep rolling with that. You have a quarterback. You I like Andy Dalton. Is, is that like the only two you're looking um, at this week? No, Casey? you know, I've been really high on Blake Bortles since the beginning of the season, and last week or a couple of days ago, <laughs> yesterday. How about that? I don't know my calendar. Um, <laughs> yesterday, uh, he did. I mean, he put up four touchdowns on the on the Patriots defense. Um, he's got the Titans coming up in week three. They allowed um, Ryan Tannehill to go for 230 yards. Uh, and then Deshaun Watson went for 310. So, uh, and his schedule is pretty, pretty nice coming up. He's got the Titans, then the Jets, and then the Chiefs. So even if you want to like hold on to him for a little bit longer, just to see what will happen. He's one of those guys that's not really a great, you know, regular quarterback, but for fantasy purposes, you know, as long as you're not watching the game, you'll feel good. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's always the case. with a really bad real-life quarterback, but he puts up the numbers. And, I mean, why not ride the high streak with him? He's been doing well. And you know, I think he can not only be a streamer for this week, like you said, his schedule is really good. So he can even be an every-week option for certain teams, depending on how shallow their quarterback is on their roster and how like shallow the free agency market is. Yeah. You agree with Definitely. that one, Dad? He's actually off to a good start. Yes, I agree. All right, let's go on to running backs. I think that's all the quarterbacks we're looking at this week. Uh, running backs, I think the biggest one for me is Giovanni Bernard. He's uh, he's twenty seven percent owned right now, and I put in I'd put in a good chunk of your waiver budget for this guy. I put in I think at least twenty, I think twenty five percent. I'd put in if you because Mixon's going to miss two to four weeks, and he's no stranger to heavy workloads. He's been a better and solid player whenever he's uh gets a starting job. So I think you're looking at fringe running back one numbers for a guy you can get off the waiver wire. And they may ease Mixon back in when he comes off the injury, so he, you can see more work for Bernard whenever Mixon comes back, depending on how he does these next three games. You agree with that, Dad? Or are you looking at not adding Bernard? No, I would add him too. Uh, the only thing going against him is the next two games are at Carolina and at Atlanta, so it's not going to be an easy schedule. But with Mixon out, you got to pick up somebody. He'd be the guy to pick up there. 
Same with your case here. Yeah, I like that pick as well. I know he's going to be the hot commodity this week, but um, you can get in there and, and, and bid the right amount. I mean, you're going to have to, you are going to have to pay a little to get him. There's going to be a lot of guys trying to go after him. Yeah, I feel like in home leagues, especially where people yeah. aren't as like smart with their money in per se, because last week for one of our home leagues, mm-hmm. we had a guy put in $100 for James Conner out of $100. So oh, wow. I can see another person <laughs> maybe doing that for Bernard. I, I they feel the same yeah, especially way. Especially like the mixing owner probably yeah. might be they have to adding play. a little bit. Could be worth yeah, I it. Own, I own them in two leagues, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be good then. What about you, Casey? Who's your uh, one running back you're looking to add this week? Okay, uh, he's owned a little. He's like probably about 42% owned, but Austin Eckler, I think. Yeah, great choice um, there. Yeah, I think he's got standalone value. I know Melvin Gordon is doing awesome this season. He's really come out looking awesome. But uh, Austin Eckler, he's, you know, he catches passes. He's He's got the you know, the talent and they're using him. So as long as that keeps happening, which I don't see any reason why it would stop. I think he's probably worth um, trying to pick up at least, you know, why not with the running back, the way all the running backs are going right now, you might as well take a shot on somebody like that. Yeah. He's looking like, I mean, this year's Alvin Kamara a little bit. Uh, I know I've seen comparisons to Gordon and Eckler being this year's Ingram and Kamara. I can kind of see it. Mm-hmm. He's really efficient. He gets those receiving and he's, I think he's got like eight yards per carry right now. So I'm down the road with Austin Eckler. Like that's a good flex option every single week because he yeah. has those, uh, he can get those high catches yeah, and touchdown. Yeah. He, he definitely gets his uh, PPR points. Yeah. So who are you looking at, Dad, for uh, running back? You mentioned Drew Bernard and um, Austin Eckler so far. So who, who's another guy you're looking at? You know, I, if, 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 guy, if people are looking for a running back for the next week or two, uh, I hate to own anybody on Buffalo, but. McCoy's probably going to be out for a little bit. Chris Ivory's available. He's only owned probably less than 10% on most teams. Uh, and he did score in week two. Yeah. He did, yeah. He did uh, he's score. an option. And uh, it looks like fractured rib, I think I saw for McCoy. Yeah, so Not he, broken, he but some time. Uh, you know, I'll give you a little bonus guy. Another guy that is Corey Clement. Uh, JHI got roughed up in the Eagles' loss at the Bucks, And Darren Sproles was inactive. So he could be a lottery ticket. He could be a, a choice in the next weeks to come. I'll give another bonus guy too. I think that if Matt Breed is available, someone dropped him after his poor performance week one, which it could be there in your leagues. I've seen people worried about him, but you saw what he did yesterday and he went off or two days ago when you're listening to this. So definitely worth a bid for him too. It looks like he could pull away with the committee, but I think it's still going to be a committee moving forward. Any bonus guys for you, Casey? Or you just... um, yeah, I like all of those guys actually. Um, Also, uh, if you know, deep, 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 not not somebody I would just grab if I have a, a you know, small league or a shallow bench. But uh, Marcus Murphy also with um, Buffalo, I think that he might have a role carved out too there, uh, considering the injury situation that's going on there. Yeah. Did they say how much time he's going to miss? I think he's questionable for week three. Yeah, I think, okay. yeah, he's saying he wants to play or whatever, that he can go, but who knows? He's old, so. He always says he can go, and they always let him go out there, but. Wow. Right. <laughs> yeah. You don't get a lot. Nah. So. Nobody's hurt. Yeah, we just gave you like six, seven running backs right there to go look at that. And at least, at least one of them should be available in your league. And especially Marcus Murphy or Ivory for sure. And they're or Edo Smith even. Yeah, Edo Smith looked good for, uh, I think he had nine carries for 46 yards. Mm-hmm. Just because line, a rookie guy for Atlanta, taking over the Coleman role when Coleman takes over the Freeman role in the meantime. So that's another interesting ad. I'd put in like a $2 for him. Probably a lot of people wouldn't go for him. Yeah. All right. So wide receivers now. There's a 
I guess more wide receivers and running backs available. And I my first guy I'll start out with I think is Antonio Callaway, especially now since uh, Josh Gordon's on the Patriots. He had a, I think he recorded the third highest speed so far this year on that touchdown Hail Mary that Tyler Taylor threw to him, clocking behind a uh, Tyreek Hill. So I put in I think 10% of your budget for Antonio Callaway, who looks to be the number two wide receiver behind Jarvis Landry in a new form Cleveland Browns offense that looks to do good early on in games and then just not know how to call plays properly when to hold a lead. Like it. I like that there because with with Josh Gordon going now, it's going to open it up for Callaway. Yeah, so who's the guy you're looking to add this week, Dad? Um, Mike Williams. There's a lot of mouths to feed at the Chargers, but Williams has the best size-speed combo and a huge end zone target for Phillip Rivers. He's probably owned by 50% of the people, but a lot of waivers, he's still there. So he'd be a guy to grab. That's true. Uh, who are you looking to add this week, Casey? Um, I think I like uh, John Brown. Yeah, uh, he's still available. You know, he's... He's he scored twice in the first two games. He's been targeted ten times in week two. He's uh, ESPN has him at twenty four percent owned, so you can still probably get him. Go check and see, but uh, he's not available in any of my leagues. But still, yeah, same here. Yeah. I put in like ten or eleven dollars though for sure because he looks to have a role in the offense. And Flacco, I think, looks like he likes him, likes throwing to yeah. him. And other guys, if someone dropped Q and Cole, I was on Q and Cole off season, and finally against the Patriots, he goes off and has, I think, the catch of the year so far. So he's owning fifty percent of leagues, but if he's there, I put in thirty dollars for him. I wouldn't even be like, I think he's the guy moving forward. He looks great. Deshaun Jackson, another guy who's also fifty percent owned, yeah. but he's worth a nice little add. Allison's also owned, but I put in a small bit for him if he was still there. And Chris Godwin too. He also got a touchdown last mm-hmm. week. So. Oh, go, yeah, go, that guy there, Godwin, going back to preseason, he's he has scored in four straight games. I mean, his touchdown production has lifted him to, I think he's had 10-plus fantasy points in each game so far. He's had a touchdown in his last so, three games he's played in, so going back to 2017. There's good, long, there's good long-term upside with him. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, I saw these two players are both 60% out, and that's Kenny Galladay and Quincy Anuma. If you yep. please, <laughs> please just make sure that gets up to like 85% out, and then I put in $30 for each of them. looks like Anuma is getting targeted at least eight times every game. So, And Darnold missed him wide open in the end zone, one play. Another guy I also look to add is uh, Tyler Boyd. He looked like yep, to get tar- exactly <laughs> targeted heavily by Dalton in uh, last week's game against the Ravens, and so he's only two percent owned in the league. So I'd put in I'd put in ten dollars for him. That's a decent amount just to secure. It looks to be a number two in his offense behind AJ Green, and now with Nixon out, I can see him using more targets to the wide receiver. Thoughts on that one, Dad? No, these these are all good picks. <laughs> all good picks. We got another guy you want to add, or are those uh, uh, receivers we're looking at? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Taewon Taylor, maybe. Taewon Taylor. He did have a touchdown. Um, I was He's got good speed and an opportunity. I mean, the Titans' offense looked ugly on Sunday, but when everyone's healthy, I think he's a guy to look at. Yeah, Taewon Taylor. I was on him all off season. Uh, I had to drop him in one league, unfortunately, because I had to pick up a uh, backup tight end because my tight end got injured, but. Happens. Me too. I had to do that too. <laughs> it's rough. I mean, I think, a, I think a lot of people were hurting in the title. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So the, I mean, there's that. I think Corey Davis is a good buy low. Speaking of tight ends, just because he's had I think 35% target share in both games so far. Doesn't doesn't really matter who the quarterback is. It looks like he's just gonna get fun all the targets. So hopefully those targets turn into better numbers than he's been putting up. But he's a guy that I'd look to add. It, so and then the last position we're gonna go over is tight ends. So. I mean, tight ends still, there's not a lot in the way you're wired. Tight ends are a very ugly position this year. It's just, just disgusting. Like, yeah, Gronk had 3.5 points in full PPR late, last, yesterday, and that was, that was disappointing. 
But uh, that was disappointing. I mean, tight end's so bad. I mean, if Jared Cook is still there, please add him. <laughs> he should be owned, I think, at least 80% of leagues. Uh, ben Watson, I put a dollar in for him. He's owned in 50% of leagues. And Eric Ebron owned in 55% of leagues. I put in a dollar for him. John U. Smith did not have a catch this week. I was a little upset by that. I think part of that could be because of Blank Gabbert, maybe. I don't know. But I think the one tight end that's uh, available in 90% of leagues, Jesse James. Yep. He, yep. He, uh, he's had five <laughs> targets in each of his first two games. Yeah, sneaky over here. I can't believe he, he had, had a great game last. Yeah, over 100 yards. And even with Vance McDonald there, he still balled out. Yeah, somehow I was not expecting. That. I don't know. I saw and <laughs> still couldn't hold on to the ball when he fell in the end zone either. When he, he no. caught that one, I was like, oh no, deja vu all over again. <laughs> uh, any other tight ends either of you looking to add? But it's really ugly, ugly, ugly position. Yeah, it's ugly. It's got a hit or miss. You just got to have to take a shot on it and hope for the best. Uh, like Austin Safarian Jenkins, maybe he had a touchdown. Yeah, here's hoping for a touchdown. It's kind of hard to predict those. So. Yeah, a lot of those guys are very touchdown dependent. Even the ones that get you points every week, they're really touchdown dependent. So You could take a shot on O.J. Howard. Here's a guy with tons yeah. of talent. But I don't think he gets enough opportunities because uh-uh. that offense already has three great receivers. So that's the only thing lacking with him. But if you need a tight end, take a shot. He's a guy that's probably still available. Yeah. I mean, OJ Howard, I wish they cut Cameron Bray because the guy is very athletic and he's a good vertical field stretcher, but uh, teams want to keep players for certain reasons that we can't understand. And uh, the last question, I think that's all we have today for the waiver ads, but the last question I have for both of you is when do you think Le'Veon Bell's coming back? you think it's week 10 or you think it's soon? <laughs> I don't think it's still week 10. If, he, if he's held out now, why come back? Yeah. Why? Why would he come back? Yeah, I think he's gonna hold out the whole time. He'll come back in ten, and it's crazy. Uh, I know. Uh, it's it's just like I don't know what he's doing. I, I mean, I get it from uh, his standpoint of just trying to stay healthy for a better free agent market next year, but it's very annoying for, especially for fantasy owners right. who drafted him with a yeah. top four pick. Well, I only drafted him in one league, but even then, it felt weird to do. I don't know. He he dropped so far though, and it, it, once the news broke that he wasn't gonna come. Uh, play yeah. week one so if you drafted after that news broke then i mean you could get him really crazily like i think he went on 10 it's just uh and james connor you're like oh thanks you're doing <laughs> you're doing all right <laughs> solid numbers so, that's, what I mean, so that's what pittsburgh's saying right yeah, now exactly so like I, I see what i see what bell's trying to do but at the same time you're not doing yourself any favors letting this this young kid basically do crazy stuff. You know, it was the same whenever they have to put it back in up for him, whenever he's injured or whenever he's suspended, those guys produce too. So it's not like this is the first time this has happened. Yeah. yeah right. Nah, I'm still, I guess, shocked. I mean, would you guys consider Le'Veon Bell a buy low candidate possibly or not yet? No, I, I have him in a subscriber league, and he's just going to stay on the bench. Yeah. He's going to stay on the bench for you. I'm not, I, I mean, I'm, I, not, I'm not getting rid of him. He's, got, he's just going to yeah. sit there. I can't think of any kind of trade that I want to do where yeah. I'd give up somebody that I have that could possibly, you know, first on the scene or whatever. Let, let's say Connor keeps doing well. He comes back in week 10. I wouldn't play him. Yeah, I don't know. That's also another thing. We don't know if they're going to get Bell to full work. Well, you probably expect that they would, but I don't know. You can yeah, also I, I bet they would do. Yeah. But who knows? It's a crazy situation. Very crazy. 
Well, that sums it up for today's waiver wire episode. We also get a little bit of a Le'Veon Bell outlook. Talked about Josh Gordon in the beginning a little bit. Um, where can they find you on Twitter, Casey? Okay, you guys can find me at DKCKSEM. The first name's K-A-C-E-Y and then K-A-S-E-M. There's that. I'll have that link in the description below, so make sure you go follow her. She knows her stuff. Uh, I don't like how people always say that girls don't know sports. That's another thing. Oh, that's another, that's another topic for another story. We talked about a whole thing this weekend. <laughs> uh, but, uh, oh, it's fine. Casey definitely knows I her know stuff and uh, definitely worth a yeah. follow on Twitter. So make sure you guys go follow her there. Uh, all right. Thanks for coming on the show today, Casey. Not a problem. Thank you. Thank you, Casey. Uh-huh, no problem. All right, yeah, and that does it today for the waiver wire episode. Make sure you guys go follow Casey on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter again at JustinFSFF, and the podcast Twitter is at FatherSonFF. I'll have it all linked in the description below. And make sure you go to TheQuantEdge.com to sign up today. Use promo code FSFF. It helps us out, helps you out. You get free money to put in the DraftKings or FanDuel, whatever you prefer. Uh, we're going to go over week two and listen to really all stuff next episode. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. Get those waiver wire ads in, get those bids in, uh, and good luck for week three. That's right, good luck. <laughs>